0: All right, what's everybody what's up everybody? This is the fuck you do the fuck you done podcast. Uh, it's basically about jobs. You know, everybody's has a job or has had a job or has been fired. It's not just me, I hope. Everybody uh, that
1: has a name. So what's your name,
0: dude? I was still doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, this is just a, this is just I'm just asking people about their jobs and stuff. I like to I like to complain about my job a lot. Uh every job I've ever had, so I like we're going to hear some complaints from other people. It's not just me. But my first guest on the podcast, my name is Ricky Reed, by the way. This is our first episode. My producer is Morgan Hyman, who is also my first guest. He gave me a list of jobs here. and We're going to go over them. I have so, had many uh, jobs. You've had many jobs. How many of these jobs have you been fired from? Uh, only uh, one. Only one. Only right. one. Well, yeah. we'll find out when we get to Is this chronological? No, I I
1: put them more in uh, categories.
0: So the first one on here, school crossing guard. You said you did that when you were 18. How did you land that job? Uh, Well, my
1: mom did it. My mom was a school crossing guard, and it's not through the school system. It is through the police department. It's through traffic and parking. And uh, my mom found out about it through somebody, and I did that job for three fucking years.
0: So nepotism. Nepotism. Nepotism, yeah.
1: I came out of her vagina. There no, it's and you it, just they just they handed people. you
0: the stop sign and, and the orange vest and the orange vest, and they're yes. like, Get to it! Yes, that was a fun <clears throat> right. job. You said you did that for three years. Were you making bank or was it like you, like you were well living high on the hog or anything like that? Well, I can't imagine they paid. I got
1: paid ten dollars an hour in 2000, 2000. I did it from 2000 to 2003. But so. if
0: you're only working. Like two hours so a day, two hours a day. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like 20 bucks a day. That's and I was working another job, and you were working another job. But this is yeah. your first job. Do job. you didn't have any jobs when you're it's a the first? Reg- I mean,
1: I mowed lawns and I did some work around my dad's the place my dad worked, just like odd jobs. But it's the first like hourly real job where somebody that I didn't know was my boss.
0: Oh, okay. So when you had this job, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do instead? Did you have a direction of where you oh, were going?
1: hell no. No. I started my senior year of high school because where my birthday is at falls like you had to be 18 to, to do the job. So... I turned 18 at the beginning of my senior year Because I'm always one of the oldest kids My birthday's in August So I started my senior year And I'm like I'm just gonna do this I make a hundred bucks a week I can go out and hang out with my friends uh, oh, Ricky's emptying his pockets
0: <laughs> if, uh, my, my keys fell out of
1: my pockets Oh shit, yeah So, uh But yeah, that's, uh yeah, that's that was the job. Uh, it wasn't bad. I got hit in the snowball, or I get hit in the balls with the snowball.
0: You probably uh, deserved it. I probably did.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of asshole kids that. that um, I,
0: were you always around this size? Like when you were 18, were you a big guy? Kinda yeah, like I mean, 18? I didn't weigh as
1: much as I do now, but yeah, I was. I was always this. You're always tall. a big boy. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't miss me with the orange vest and the stop sign. Those kids were protected. Oh, Hell okay. yeah, no, Hell yeah. No kids got killed on my watch.
0: Like, visually, they were protected. If somebody actually tried to do something, it would have only been you, and they would have learned quickly that you can't fight. Oh, yeah, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't fight for shit.
1: They're like, we're going to take these kids, all of them, and be like, all right, just don't right, hurt me. Yeah,
0: yeah, Fucking take them. You need a bus <laughs> yeah. to transport them. The
1: the, f- uh, the funniest story, though, is like I would run into people and be like, you're that crossing guard, right? I see you all the
0: time. Oh, like, you're like a you were a local celebrity at the time. I've had a
1: lot of jobs where I didn't even write down Alamo host on there. If you want to write that one oh, down,
0: I, oh, we'll get to it.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't write that one down, but I have a lot of jobs where people are like,
0: ah, I seen you. Hell yeah! So, <laughs> so you already know what it's like to get recognized and stuff like that. Maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. <coughs> at, a, at a young age,
0: yeah. So as a crossing guard, did you have any? Were there any kids? That you saw regularly, that you fucking hated, like any yeah. kids in particular that just were awful. Humiliated? Yeah, this
1: fat piece of shit.
0: <laughs> you was, talking about yourself, or are you talking about like? No, nah, he was like he reminded
1: me of a young version of me. <laughs> no, this kid was a fucking nerd. He his dad owned a magic shop at the. Mall, And I think this kid's name was Devin. And he was, I think he was gay too because he was obsessed with this little. Wait, wait,
0: wait. How old were
1: these kids? They were like 10.
0: 10? So he was a gay 10 year old? Well, he,
1: I say he was gay because he was obsessed with this little Asian kid that lived. They would walk to school together and I'd be like, why are you s- still waiting, Devin? You need to walk to school. He's like, I'm waiting for Kayaki. This kid's name was fucking Kayaki. is his best friend. No, he wanted to blow this kid. This kid hated him. He
0: wanted to blow? These are 10-year-olds, dude. Okay, okay. I am
1: creating a story in my mind that's hilarious. And I imagine that they're like both 30 now and they're in love.
0: Oh, Kayaki ended up marrying. Yeah, he didn't have a
1: choice. He, Yeah. But, so, no, Kayaki did not like Devin very much, but Devin's like, I'm going to wait for him. And it was like one of those things where he just thought he was cool because he had a cool name. Did
0: you have a, how long, so you said you were a uh, crossing guard for three years? Yes, three was years. Was Devin there the whole time for the whole three years? Almost,
1: yeah. Um, almost, but. Uh, I bet
0: he's a weeb now. Oh, I bet he absolute, is.
1: <laughs> If he's not dead from uh, type 2 diabetes, he's a weeb for yeah. sure. He probably slimmed up. You're being up and really mean to this kid. I,
0: what was it that made you dislike him, other than the fact that he was all on Kayaki's dick, I guess?
1: He annoyed the ever-living fuck out of me. He just annoyed annoyed me so much. I don't know. man of Adam annoyed you, you know, just like uh, being well, a kid? Well, he's the one who hit me in the balls with a snowball. And then he hit a little girl in the face with a snowball, like a hard one, and she started crying, and he ran home. He was a dick. I mean, he was an yeah. asshole. He Sometimes was not There's nice there
0: some 10 year olds that tend to be like that. Yeah. It's automatically douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, what do you think he might be doing now?
1: What's what do you
0: well? What would what, 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 what if he if he had a job? Do you think I he's mean, a crossing car? <laughs> no, I
1: think he probably runs the magic shop in his dad that his dad started. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's because so he always like would, wanted to show me magic tricks or whatever. So
0: did he show you any magic tricks? Like, do you mm. remember any?
1: No, they were all like, you know, like the. Be like, oh, look at this envelope, and there's a little rubber band, and it's like, uh you know, it's you nothing sound like good. the
0: kid was just trying to be outgoing, you know, with the magic yeah, and stuff. Yeah, well, and keep also, in mind, he really dug this one dude, Kayaki, and yeah, you know, that's kind of, I feel like you're kind of being hard on Devin. Keep know? in
1: mind, I was 18, <laughs> I'm thinking through the lens of an 18 year old, the
0: lens of an
1: 18 year old, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck that kid, an 18 year old <laughs> who I, I shit I my pants at that job at least once. Because I had to sit there for an hour. Like, I was obliged to sit there for an hour. And, you know, if I just had, like, a burrito beforehand. Yeah, I did shoot my pants at that job one
0: time. You couldn't handle one hour one day. <laughs> diarrhea, man.
1: The, the best The best story, though, there was this little girl. And I want to say her name was Sydney, but I'm pretty sure it's
0: not. So what about Sydney? What are you saying about okay, Sydney? Okay, so
1: she would she would get to the cross crosswalk and she would wait on, like, a city bus. And the city bus would take her home. Well, one day, I think she was like, she was running late and she missed her bus. And I felt really bad for her. It was it was almost time for me to go. And, and I'm like, how far do you live? And she's like, I live down that way. And I'm like, okay. It was only like a half mile. But that's a long way for a little kid. So I, I was like, I'll give you a ride home against my better judgment. Because as an adult, you're not supposed to give little kids rides. But keep in mind, this was 20 plus years ago. And I was late teens, early 20s. So I'm like, hop in my car, little black girl. (laughs) And we were cruising along and she doesn't tell me where to turn. So I go through the light and she starts screaming. She's like, ah, oh my God. And I'm like, what? She's like, you're supposed to turn
0: there. She's 10, man. I know. Well,
1: (laughs) she does it again. I'm like, all right. So I turn around and I'm like, all right. Tell me where to turn, and I miss the turn again. She starts screaming. I'm like, "All right, I'm dropping you off here." <laughs> so, yeah, you you find your way? No, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she never made her way home. I never saw her again. Oh, wow. that's not true. You were that the last not, person to see her that's alive. Not, that's not true. It would be fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's that, Those are all the. That's all the good crossing guard stories. Getting oh, yeah. the balls. How
0: and, did yeah. you? Uh, how did you come to stop being a crossing guard? Like, what, what, um, I think it was
1: just, uh, you know, because it, it's only during the school year, you know, starts in August, ends in May. And I think they would call me about like July, early August and be like, hey, do you want to be a crossing guard again this school year? And I think when they call me, they're like, ah, I got another job. I, I,
0: or they're like, hey, we're not going to call this guy. He gave a uh, little Sydney or no. Little Sydney, a ride home. Yeah. And fucked it all up. So Yeah, and he
1: tried to uh, ship uh, two 10 year olds yeah. uh, into a gay relationship. Into a gay a relationship.
0: relationship. Yeah. So enough <laughs> of that guy, Morgan, fucking creeping us mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, all right, I, so school crossing guard, is three years from the age of 18 to 22? Y- yeah, tw- yeah, 21, yeah. 21? yeah. Oh, yeah, I did my math wrong. Yeah, man. whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right, so next up, Mardell. So you said this isn't in chronological order. What would be the next job? M- Mardell was the
1: next it job. It was the next and job. I what actually, is Mardell? I don't Mar- even know what that Mardell is. is a Christian bookstore.
0: That's what I thought. I think I've stocked or I've counted their stores before. They okay. have, like, that's where you get, like, the, uh, uh, what is it called when they eat the body of christ uh communion wafers, communion wafers. you can get communion you, you, you wafers you buy there. communion wafers that's
1: all they sell It's just communion wafers and, and little
0: little vials of uh of grape juice uh christ blood dude christ it's Christ's blood. Christ yeah. blood and, and then you, there's all kinds Catholic. of there's all kinds of christian memorabilia and stuff like or merch uh-huh. yeah it's, jesus it's, it's, merch it's like a foam figures that say jesus thing, <laughs> but they got a hole through the middle of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, a lot of crosses on what'd you do there Were you, like, a cashier? Did you Um, stock? What was going on? No, I
1: I worked um, in the education department. They've got a lot of teacher supplies and stuff, so stuff to decorate classrooms and, like, uh, I don't know what it's called now. It was the tax test back then, the tech – T-A. SATs kind of yeah yeah, yeah like prep test prep stuff that and then the homeschool curriculum so I was homeschooled for junior high and high school so I like worked oh, that in that department a lot. yeah it does yeah uh- so, that's why I didn't know what a Chris, Were like. you
0: have you ever been very religious. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, when I was younger, yeah, very much so, yeah. So,
0: and you were in Mardell, did you have any kind of, like, religious, Where you... That's why I worked there. That's why you worked there? Yeah,
1: because it? it was, like, they were closed on Sundays, uh, so I wouldn't have to, like, work. My parents kind of encouraged me to do that, so that's kind of... How
0: did you get the job in Mardell? Did you um, just apply, like, a regular job yeah, Was yeah.
1: first my, time? My friend Ben worked there, uh, and he, he put in a good word for me, but also, uh, like, he was leaving. Me and him only crossed over, like, two weeks, so, uh... But yeah, and I knew some other people that worked there. So,
0: you enjoy it pretty good?
1: Uh, it wasn't bad. I worked there almost a year. And actually, the job, it's funny because my current boss at, at my current job, I worked with her there. So, like, me and her worked together like 21 years ago. And now we work together again. So, it's kind of funny. We were both college students working in retail together. Yeah, full circle. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's pretty funny.
0: Um. Yeah, Mardell, that's like heavily Christian place so yeah. where was this was this here in Lubbock or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all my jo-
1: all my jobs with the exception of a couple in Amarillo area or are all Lubbock oh okay yeah I'm from here so how
0: did you end up uh, ending that job um, what brought that to an end oh okay
1: so there was a girl there that I was like madly in love with uh, but I didn't you know I didn't homeschooled so I didn't know how to like date and all that shit so she uh, she was like I'm not interested and I'd be like but why so uh, it was weird and i didn't want to like see her at work every day so i quit
0: oh yeah <laughs> that's got that too that's, awkward
1: yeah and then yeah yeah and after that i started working did it you up put in two weeks or did you just like i put in two weeks up? i don't think i've ever just quit a job cold turkey mm-hmm. if it was a real job like that i liked and respected people i always put in my two weeks numbers. oh
0: yeah absolutely you're a uh... You're a responsible guy, Morgan. I try to be. All right, moving down. So, Toys R Us didn't hear about the uh, the almost kidnapping of poor little Sydney, so they decided to hire you. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I
1: uh, despite despite trying to kidnap a, a young black girl, I never got a record. So oh, I've worked many jobs where I've had to have background checks. So
0: what happened um, when you? How did you get the job at Toys R Us? Did you want a job at Toys R Us? Did you have a friend? <laughs> These there? are
1: all nepotism. My cousin's husband was the store director, but I also I also knew somebody that worked there. I like worked with his dad or something. So I think that's
0: how a lot of people get to. It is. It is.
1: Yeah, and that's that. That job was a lot later. That was. How many years? Like five, four or five years after?
0: Four or five years after After, Mardell?
1: After Mardell. Yeah, I was actually working at Toys R Us when I got married. Okay, so what's the gap
0: between that uh, and Mardell?
1: Mardell was like 2002, 2003. And then, so like it overlapped those two years. And then Toys R Us was 2006.
0: So what were you doing between that time? Uh,
1: between those years, I American State Bank. I was a teller.
0: Oh, these are other uh, jobs that are further down the list.
1: Yeah, yeah, I should have put them chronological.
0: Uh, no, yeah, could.
1: I, I was a teller at a bank at a drive-through. American bank. State Bank. Yeah. All right. That's uh Is
0: that another nepotism job right there? No, I didn't
1: know a damn person that worked there. Oh, at you, all.
0: you just applied and got hired? Yeah. There you to go. Be a, doing it the old-fashioned way.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to be a teller because I assumed that they would make good money because it's like, oh, you're trusting people to handle the money. Nah, they don't pay good. <laughs>
0: they, don't they don't pay don't,
1: good. I was making like six seventy-five an hour there. Jeez, yeah. what year was this? This two thousand three. three. Two thousand 2003? three. But still, it's that's pretty right. low.
0: That is very low.
1: Yeah, but um, I, it sucked. I only did it for like six months. You only did
0: it for six months? Yeah,
1: I, I really hated it because I did not like the people I worked with. I'm kind of a music snob, so they would always like be playing like country radio, and I'm like, this sucks. Oh,
0: yeah. I, hate I don't so like good. country either. I didn't at uh,
1: the time.
0: So... American state bank. Did anything interesting ever happen there? Like anything sketchy was ever robbed or anything like and that?
1: No, I did, We did watch a lot of videos about, you know, getting robbed and things Not like that. Uh,
0: Those but, poorly reenacted training videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hand over your money now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, they, they would actually uh, have, you know, interview people like, Oh, this, the, you know, this, uh, this lady, uh, she was robbed and she's like what well, was so scary and all this stuff so
0: did they do the production value on it like uh with the uh, the ghost show or the true crime shows where they're like <laughs>
1: yeah they yeah no it was where they it have was the really different
0: bad. camera angles and shit and it's all spooky and you're just like tell us about when you're robbed no it's just some chick and a poorly poor poor camera yeah it was not just well, reliving her worst moment pretty much yeah, yeah. it's not
1: they were not entertaining at all
0: Okay, yeah. I feel that. So American State Bank, and then after that was there at um, was that Toys R Us next, or what was? Uh, that? Ho-
1: I was delivering office supplies for a place called Hogland Office Equipment. That's where my dad worked for like twenty years.
0: Office supply delivery. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that that was that job. Kind of, I was driving all over West Texas, you know, delivering like as far as I'm trying to remember. I would go like to Snyder sometimes. I was talking to my friend Hannah recently, and she like grew up going to school at Whit Harrell And I'm like, I've been in that school. And she's like, you've been in that school or really? Why? Like I was probably, I would both. So they leased copiers and copiers have like an odometer kind of thing. So if, if you have a business and you need a copy machine, you just lease it. You usually don't buy it and they charge you for how many copies. So I would actually go in and write down the numbers like, okay, this school made this many copies so I did that, and then I would deliver office supplies as well. So,
0: what did you deliver office supplies And Was it like a vehicle truck?
1: It was a little Mitsubishi hatchback. Was it yours or was no, it No, no, it was the it was the company's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did it, it
0: say something on the side like a big yeah, logo? Yeah, it
1: said it said Hogland Office Supply. Hogland. Yeah, Hogland. Yeah, it's spelled Hogland, but the O is long.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Hogland. Hogland. Yeah, Uh, they're Hogland. It looks looks like a butcher shop. Yeah, um,
1: Hogland. Yeah, Hogland.
0: We 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 say words the way they're spelled around here. uh, Hogland. That's what it is. But yeah,
1: yeah. no. uh, I worked with some really cool guys, though. A lot of those guys are like my dad's, you know, good friends because my dad uh, was one of the managers over there. And uh, I remember this dude. His name was Frog. He taught me a variable, very valuable life lesson. He said always date single moms because if they got kids, you know they fuck. I'm like, that's a good lesson to know.
0: Obviously, yeah, they fuck. <laughs> So, uh,
1: Frog liked single moms a lot. So, I learned a lot of good jokes there. There's this guy, Roy, that I worked with. He was Frog's brother. So many good jokes. So, though that job was invaluable in like, cementing my sense of humor as well
0: okay and you said that these are all your friends your dad's friends yeah yeah because my dad
1: was like the service manager there this for, is it
0: before or after your dad had passed uh, this is before Yeah, I mean, no, my
1: i wouldn't have worked there if my dad wasn't working there oh, okay yeah
0: um so did you grow up knowing these guys like when you were a kid uh, some up? of
1: them i mean i'm i I'm, met I'm some of them like in high school uh but yeah it was mostly college yeah, oh, and I yeah. still am in touch with some of these guys. Did you assuming. work
0: directly with your dad?
1: Uh, sometimes. Sometimes we'd go in, like on big jobs where we were delivering a lot of equipment, like uh, copiers or stuff, we would go out. But most of the time I was out with other guys, this oh. guy Roy or Sean or So Travis. was he
0: like the superior yeah, my dad was definitely. Your dad like, was everybody's
1: boss. He wasn't everybody's boss, but he was most of the guys' bosses. He was most of the guys'. Yeah, bosses. he he told the guys like, okay, you're gonna go fix a copier at this school. You're gonna go fix a copier oh, at okay. this school. So, like so
0: did anybody ever kind of have show resentment towards you, thinking that you were gonna never got special treatment not at or anything all, like that?
1: Not at all. I my my dad was a very very well liked guy, so everybody liked me based on the fact that my dad was who he was. Oh, that's uh. Yeah. What's your dad's name? He was, was Jim.
0: Jim's son, Morgan. Yeah,
1: Yeah, no, my, my dad was a very well-liked guy, so... That's I, cool. Yeah, uh, so I, I, if anything, if I take that from my dad, I'd I, I like to, you know, like that good reputation.
0: Yeah, you definitely have, uh, like your that one girl you've been talking to was like, everybody really likes you. Like, I mean, oh, Morgan Morgan. hey,
1: you know what? She, she, she knows an awesome dude when she sees it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so,
0: so how did you end up losing that job? Did you Oh, I just quit. I just it? quit?
1: They weren't giving me enough hours. I, it was basically conflicted with my college classes because I was delivering office supplies in the morning, but all the classes I needed towards the end, uh, like my senior year, were morning classes. And they're like, well, we need you in the morning. So I had to get another job. And after that, I went to Toys R Us.
0: Oh, okay. That's when you ended up in Toys R Us. So yeah, You yeah, said that, that's that you got that job through... Um, my cousin's husband. Your cousin's husband. Uh-huh, yeah all right what did you do with that job were you just a cashier were you a, like a toy tester i could see you playing with legos i absolutely
1: would have uh but no i i was uh, i ran the like the customer service desk so people that needed returns the we had some crazy people there because um we instituted like the uh policy where if you didn't have a receipt you couldn't return an item So people got so pissed off at us because they were like, you guys didn't take this off my baby registry. And like, well, whoever bought it for you didn't tell us it was on a baby registry. And that's why you got doubles. So that was a big hassle
0: yeah but, a lot uh, of customer service issues on uh, customer yeah store.
1: but i liked it for the most part it was it was fun it was not, not the a, worst a nice job. atmosphere in there it, it was it was or pretty it was. it was pretty chill yeah i mean that's now it's a uh, aaron's slash texas roadhouse
0: oh okay <laughs> so you know the exact building that no longer is a toys r us here in lubbock oh yeah that that's right I, well you
1: remember that you would have it would have still existed when your family moved to lubbock right? i think so like then
0: yeah. I, I moved out here with 12 years ago yeah yeah it was then? still
1: it was should have still been open it would have been a toys r us slash babies r us back then yeah because it was oh, a half okay. and half man i remember
0: i had some fond memories of going to toys r us when oh yeah I was no kid. me
1: too like the, the, the little the little cards because like the whole wall with the video games you had the little slip of paper and you pulled it out and you went to like a little cage and you handed it to them and they like found the video game in the back and they handed it to you and checked you out back there so cool
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that I, have I remember still had toys that I got from going there. down there just to fuck around with the toys they had, you know, like not 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 buying them, but you know, yeah. breaking them before somebody else could buy them. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. The no, best the best thing was like going there when a guy is opening up a box of toys to put on the shelf, and you're like, oh shit, you got the new stuff. And he's like, I got the new stuff, and he opens it up and go, I haven't seen these figures.
0: Fuck yeah, that was
1: the best. I was, awesome. was a big action. figure. You ever figure been to kid. KB Toys? Isn't oh yeah, no, in the K- mall? yeah, they had one of those in the mall here. Yeah, it's, it closed probably in, like, probably 2000. Did that place
0: go, like, the way a toy store us? Yeah, That's it, it just went out of business. What a toy store? Why?
1: Well, it's, the. I don't think the, um, well, my cousin's husband, Chuck, he was telling me that the, uh, the overhead is so high and the profit margins are, like, razor thin. So they make almost nothing off those toys. So same as, like, the grocery business. There's such little profit margins and then when places like Amazon and stuff open up they just can't compete oh, yeah. Toys are specialty stores that's why like Best Buy is barely hanging on by a thread you know and you can buy like appliances there as opposed to you know just TV there's places
0: mm-hmm. like Walmart and Target they really Yeah, get fucking anything mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah retail is weird <clears throat> I'm glad I'm not in it anymore because annoying. there's just not enough money to be made in it.
0: So did you quit that job as well? Um, yeah, I quit weeks? that
1: job in order to uh, go back to school. Me and my, me and my uh, ex had just gotten married and um, I was like, eh, I need to go back to school and, and uh, get a real, cause I had dropped out while we were dating and I was like, I need to get a real ass job. So I, Went back to school and got my teaching degree and never taught.
0: I never taught. Never taught. Was that the plan to try to be a teacher? No. So why were you going to school? What was the purpose of going Um, to school?
1: Because my parents wanted me to have a college degree. And my mom worked at LCU and she got a tuition discount for me. So I was just like, I'll take. I started out as an accounting major. Then I switched to um, just uh, like humanities, which is like. Uh, english history political science and i took a shitload of those classes and then uh, after me and my ex got married i dropped out and then i started back as like okay well i'll just be a history teacher so i went back and got my teacher
0: nope you you were never a history teacher no so did you use anything from college any of that
1: oh yeah no my my current job my background in education definitely got me my current job
0: oh okay that's good yeah um do you like your current job yeah Uh,
1: you know i mean i advise biology students i help them you know figure out their classes and make sure they get all the shit they need to do to graduate so you
0: quit toys r us for school yes for schooling and then you went back to school and were you working any other job while you were the only
1: job that i had um other than just like odd jobs like i babysat this you know blind kid for a little while um that's actually probably a pretty good story too. Uh, I, I worked at the beer store uh, and in yeah
0: Lub- Lubbock Strip. Yes, beer store. I
1: worked at a place called the Cellar Beer Barn. And for for those that don't know, up until two thousand nine, Lubbock was a dry county, so you could not buy uh, beer, wine, or liquor like package sales in the city limits you could go to a bar and you could order a shot or a beer or whatever margarita you know chilies but you couldn't go into a grocery store Seven Eleven, liquor store and buy it was all out on the outskirts of town so I worked at one of those places uh, and it was a drive through so people would drive through and be like uh, yeah give me a 12 pack of you know Bud Light and I'm like okay so I go in and get it and get their money and boom
0: fairly easy job
1: it was and they gave you tips, uh, you know, because you're walk, you're walking, you know, you're going and the, so they don't even get out of their damn car. But the funny thing is that was the summer Bud Light Lime came out and nobody drinks that shit anymore, but it was the most popular. We could not keep it oh, at yeah. all. Like everybody wanted Bud Light Lime.
0: New things are popular like that. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I remember when we first got back in California, when we first got our first Sonic restaurant. Oh, in did the town people shit in? their pants? There was a line all the way onto the freeway, dude. People go crazy over new shit, yeah, man. That's uh,
1: just how they are. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, it's, like, uh, it's like Chick-fil-A all the time, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Chick-fil-A's like that all the time because yeah, it's fucking good and efficient.
1: Yeah, and they hate uh, gays. And I think a I lot think of people why. hate gay people. And they're like, I can get delicious chicken sandwiches and shit on the gays? Yes. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not endorsing that at all. I'm just saying that's what homophobic people think.
0: So you're saying Chick-fil-A is homophobic?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Why? Because but, they have their beliefs? I, I
1: don't mean... don't know if
0: they're... If they hate gay people. Well, they're people not... Know? They're not
1: a fr- I mean, yeah, they are probably a lot of gay people that work yeah, at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, like the owners. The yeah.
0: CEOs and shit. They're, they're doing this. But the well, guys who... Yeah, are, I know. It's all franchises and <laughs> stuff. It's all and franchises stuff, yeah. and shit. Yeah,
1: still, I mean, you know. Didn't you, somebody try to
0: force... To uh, there's like a new bill that's trying to force Chick-fil-A to open on Sunday. Uh, I don't
1: know, but I know that they have a big problem opening Chick-fil-A's in airports because airports require that restaurants be open seven days a week. Oh, uh, yeah. So, And I think they also require that they serve breakfast as well, and which Chick-fil-A does do that. So I don't know how they get around the, uh, the Sunday thing. I've never eaten at a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is
0: great airport. food. It comes out I'm not, so quickly. I'm not saying it's not. But what I'm saying is <laughs> – I eat like, at the one on Tech Campus when I get a free shit, you know? card. Yeah. Because you'll be saying waiting forever at Whataburger for oh no, the Whataburger
1: service is uniformly it's the terrible. It's trash. Right? I, I am not a uni, uh, Whataburger is the apologist polar at all. Of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I would Ugh. say I would say that if you like that good fast service without all the homophobia, and it's my pleasure, uh, Roses is just as good. They are fast. Roses is so fast. Do you ever go to Roses? I, I like, think
0: a, a few times I've
1: been. Yeah. I, I, I like roses.
0: Homophobia. Chick-fil-A. Eh, whatever. I mean, do you do you walk in there and like, are you gay? You better not be gay. I mean, I don't really <laughs> walk
1: in there. I uh, The only time I ever eat there is the one on Tech Campus because they like, we have events where we get free food. Or they give us a little gift card. You can use it any place in the Student Union building and I'll just go to Chick-fil-A because I'm like, well, it's free. And it's only uh, like uh, Middle Eastern students that work there, so it's kind of funny because it's like, well, these they probably are super not gay because they're all Muslim. Oh
0: well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Sorry, so the beer store. Uh, yeah, the beer uh, store. When you was worked there, crazy. did you drink?
1: Uh, some. I'm not a lot. Not a lot. Um, I was. Uh, I mean, I'd only been married a couple of years, so um, I would. My ex didn't really drink when we first met, so I would just like get a six pack of like cider or something girly, some Smirnoff Ice or or uh, what was that black one, like Triple Black or something, where it's like super sweet syrupy oh. crap. And I would bring that home you and give you know me heartburn just talking. about it. Exactly, you. yeah, yeah. So I would I would sometimes get that, but uh, the but we were the we were the working class um, place, and we had this old guy named Rudy who was a bootlegger. And he would come in and we, he would say, "Hey, get me Emilio," because Emilio was one of the um, managers. And he Emilio would price match. He'd be like, "All right." We're going to give him, you know, this for this and this for this. And he and I'm like, why is he coming through here buying five or six 30 packs of beer every night?
0: Isn't it obvious?
1: <laughs> I didn't know. I'm, I'm a naive. I was, I've was. i always been very naive my whole life. And he would go and he would sell. Yeah, he would just sell the singles after hours to, like, kids and people that, you know, after the beer stores closed.
0: Single beers. Yeah. He probably made bank doing
1: that. Oh, I bet he did. I bet he made tons. Uh,
0: there's still bootleggers today in Lubbock because of... Uh... Yeah. They can't sell beer. What is it after midnight?
1: Uh, yeah, it's after midnight. And then it's, and 1 it's one a.m. It's one a.m. on Saturdays,
0: on Fridays, or just Saturdays. I thought it was Friday.
1: Yeah, Friday. yeah. No, it's. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it's till midnight. Yeah, so there's like, still bootleggers yeah. that
0: are selling beer just because it's after hours. It seems like such a silly thing. Yeah,
1: like, no. After the bars close, you know, like I've, I've been with friends when the bars close. Like,
0: who's got beer? Who's got beer? I'm at their still house? super coked out, bro. I need yeah, some exactly. Beers. Yeah, everybody. So. Yeah uh so you said it was a drive-through was it also like a walk-in yeah store? you could
1: you could walk in there too did you
0: have any uh any beer runs happen while you're working there anybody no talking?
1: no oh god we had so many we had so many guys working there that yeah no if any, no, if any kids yeah no one would risk that no we did have a couple of times like because the in the coolers they like stack the you know the 12 packs you know Ten high or whatever, and some guy knocked over a whole stack of—I uh, want to say it was Coors Light—and it just—it started freezing because it was in the in the freezer or in the cooler, and uh, he was like mopping it up while it was—it smelled so bad. Oh yeah. And I accidentally dropped a bottle of uh, you know—that Carlo Rossi, that really shitty wine that's in a gallon jug. I accidentally. Busted one of those, and I had to clean it up. So it the messes terrible.
0: out there fucking smell bad, obviously. Right? Yeah, yeah,
1: it didn't happen that often, but uh, yeah, they did. Have you happen. ever been
0: into a gas station uh, cooler? If you go in the back, you can mm-hmm. smell beer for sure. There's been beer. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I worked in plenty time. of those.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're 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 gross. It happens. Yeah, I, I and plus I felt bad working there because I'm like selling alcohol to people that clearly should not be drinking. Like there was this woman who would come through. And she would get like an 18 pack of like natural ice, like the shittiest, cheapest beer. And she was pregnant. She was so pregnant. And I went up to my boss and I'd be like, "Hey, TABC, there's nothing on there that says we can't sell to pregnant women." And he's like, "Yeah, um, no, we 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 can't sell to someone that's drunk." They have to be over 21, but there's no rule saying we can't sell to pregnant ladies. But he's like, but I'm pretty sure that lady's buying it for her husband because he's home drunk. And I'm like, oh, cool. So he's going to beat her after he gets drunk. Jesus. I <laughs> hey, always like to go there. <laughs> I,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, I don't know, baby. I mean. Um, yeah.
0: <clears throat> all right, but you don't think she was drinking? <laughs> no, I don't she think wasn't. so. I mean,
1: she was driving. She seemed really nice. She was a really nice lady. I was like, that's why I was like, you worried about her, you know. So
0: you worked there while you were in college.
1: I worked there in the summer, in between my oh, like between. my but right before my last year of college. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. So when you're and your last year of college, did you have any job, or were you just going? to school? No,
1: I was just going to school, and then my last semester, I did my student teaching, which is basically just a full time job. Oh. okay. Like you're going in teaching at a school, like. So you the, have taught before. Yeah, but not not as in a paid position. But yeah, I was in a I was in a school, a middle school, teaching eighth graders.
0: What were you teaching them? Uh, history. Uh, yeah, yeah I should have known that I yeah. should take notes and write them I know uh,
1: it's cool uh the that my cooperating teacher's name was coach bean and uh there was this little uh bunch of these little girls uh I, I don't it was mostly girls I don't know if they, they would this one in particular she uh said coach bean like said it like and she would sometimes like call me coach Bean I'm like no
0: I'm not coach bean I'm mr Hyman was coach bean a, a big guy? No, he wasn't. Oh, he, he was wasn't. a he was a
1: he was a bald, older bald guy. So he didn't look like you. No, he didn't look anything like you.
0: She me. was just doing it just to fuck with you. I guess. Uh,
1: uh-huh. it's because they only learned one name.
0: Oh, <laughs> so they, they just <laughs> Mr. Bean. That's just what teachers are yeah. called. Yeah, <laughs> Co- Coach Bean. Coach Bean. That's just what yeah. teachers yeah. are called.
1: Yeah? yeah, that's yeah. That was my teacher name. Right.
0: So you quit that job because uh, you're going back to school, and it's just like, yeah. I quit the beer
1: right, store because yeah, cause, yeah was yeah, it was just a temporary kind of thing. So
0: you went to school and you graduated. Yes, I graduated right college in graduated, 2009. 2009. Where'd you go after that? Right? Uh, Cal Farley's Boys Ranch. Boys Ranch. Did that have anything to do with uh, with your education in college? Uh,
1: a little bit. Um, so my, we found that job. It was a house parent position. So both me and my ex were house parents at this children's home. And uh, we were taking care of kids that were like 13 was the youngest all the way to 18 Uh, and they were privately placed. It was fucking crazy. It
0: was a privately placed. So were they orphans or what was going on?
1: No, 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 no. In this day and age, it's very hard to be an orphan. (laughs) It's, it's very difficult to be an orphan. You usually have at least one shitty parent still alive. Um, Mm. Most
0: orphans get aborted, I guess. uh,
1: (laughs) There you go. Um, So, No, these are kids that a lot of single parent households, they're being raised by like the grandparents, say they have a parent in prison or something. So whoever their primary um, caretaker is, their guardian will be like, I can't handle this kid because they're getting in trouble with drugs or skipping school, whatever. I'm going to place them out at this Cal Farley's place where they have to go to school because it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's 35 miles outside of Amarillo in the middle of the country. So my teaching degree, I'm like, well, I guess that means I can work with kids. So,
0: so, so, um, Cal Farley, is that a person? Yes, he was,
1: uh, no, he's dead. Um, he started, he was a, (laughs) he was an Olympic wrestler from the Amarillo area that wanted to start a charity because there were so it was during the depression this place started in like 1939 so he wanted to start this charity and it was specifically just boys like a lot of unhoused you know boys that had been like abandoned by their families because a lot of a lot of young boys if they were like 14 15 years old even younger sometimes the parents are like you can fend for yourself we got other kids to feed so they just kick them out and, and he started, a, or they, you know, got orphaned or whatever. The world was
0: a cruel place. Yeah, it, it was, absolutely.
1: So, uh, but he took in all these boys, and this guy uh, named Julian Bivens, I know the whole fucking history of this place, donated a bunch of land, uh, and it's, uh, it's uh, on a near the canadian river outside of amarillo about 35 miles
0: so this is a boy's ranch is for like um troubled youth basically yeah some of them i
1: mean and and some of them were sad we had this one kid he he was just like his his dad his parents got remarried, or his parents got divorced dad got remarried stepmom he had a wicked stepmom and she's like i don't like your kid and uh, let's move. Let's move him out to this place in the middle of Texas, so me and you can just raise our fucking kids together. Evil people. <laughs> I know it was fucked up, and he was a really sweet kid. Uh, this kid named Colin. Poor guy. Yeah, I know. I hope he's okay now. I mean, did you been,
0: Did you have any kids there that you fucking hated? Like, were there any bad um, kids? Um,
1: they, there, there. Yeah, I mean, there were some that were dicks, but this kid named Blaine, who was just a nutball. Like, he came up to me one time, and I don't know why he hated me but he was they we were called they called us mr mr and mrs hyman they weren't allowed to call us by our first names so uh i remember he uh he had uh, gotten into a fight with some other kid and like i had to you know write a report and he got in trouble and uh i walked up to him and he's like fuck you mr hyman <laughs> or, <laughs> fuck you sir i'm like wow at least you're you didn't respectful. know your
0: first name at all
1: uh, they might have heard it. It's funny because my ex-wife's name was is is Nora, and this one kid's like, I've heard you say it. It's Fedora, and they started calling her Fedora. Hey, Fedora, Fedora. Uh, yeah, fucking, it was pretty funny. Fucking Luke,
0: douchey but, hat wear. But you know,
1: I'm still I'm still like Facebook friends with some of those kids. Uh, there were, there were some cool kids. There was this one kid, Dalton, who'd sit around reading George Carlin books and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. and he was like super atheist. And be like, because it was a child a Christian's children's home. And he'd be like, Oh, "Sir, are you gonna rat on me for reading this book?" Because they like would take away their stuff. Like he had like the movie It, like the original one with Tim Curry. Well, I mean the new one hadn't come out yet. The Aren't original one with Tim Curry <laughs> on uh, on like DVD, and they like took it away from him, and. Um, uh like they would take away books and stuff and i'm like i don't care you can read that i mean he, you're like, he was like 16 like what are you gonna do, say to a 16 year old like they know all the shit right you know so i was like yeah i mean i'm not gonna tell you you have to believe in god i mean if you don't want to you don't have to <laughs> you know it's stupid you know yeah, so uh and there was this kid kyle he played he was like a hippie stoner kid me and him played guitar together and stuff but uh, how was, did
0: you how did you get that job?
1: Um, we just applied. I had worked at a place called Texas Boys Ranch.
0: Yeah, that's the in, first one. So it, you had. I, Did that in Lubbock, yeah. Texas was first?
1: Yeah, Texas Boys Ranch, and that's out by the airport here in Lubbock. Uh, It was pretty small. I think it's a little bit bigger now. And I worked on the weekends. I was a weekend relief staff. So, like, Monday through Friday, they had their regular house parents, and then I would come in Friday when they got got out of school, and I'd usually work till Saturday night. And then sometimes, like, on the long weekends, I'd work till Sunday night. So, I I like that job. I worked with, like, the kids that were, like, either, like, from 10 to 14. So, they were, like, junior high age kids. And that was before I got my teaching degree. But I, that's when I really learned to like that age group because I was certified to teach middle, middle school. They're
0: called tweens?
1: I guess I so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, adolescent, pre-adolescent, whatever. So, I like that age group because that's kind of those formative years where – you're kind of learning what you're into and that's when i first started playing guitar that's when i got really into movies and stuff and you know so,
0: so uh so when you were a kid and before you had that job you weren't like the movie buff that you are now um
1: no it was really it was really i was about 14 or 15 and it's funny because my parents were house parents at the children's home of lubbock so they would take me and my brother to Hastings and I would like rent like eight movies at a time. Cause that's the limit you could rent. And my parents were taking care of these kids and I was like 15 or 16. I'd just be in my room just like consuming movies like crazy. Okay. That's when I got into like Scorsese and Tarantino and. Um, so you were, you
0: were out to get this job. Like you, wanted to, did you I have want to, I wanted that job. Did you want to help boys? If that's what it was like you um, to help troubled youth. Uh a little bit of that but it's something I wanted
1: to I wanted on, I wanted to have a job where I could work on the weekends and not have to worry about it during the week like I could you know have the week to like do school work hang out with my friends and then the weekends you know it wasn't bad I, I didn't I didn't hate it I didn't do it for a really long time but I enjoyed it. So you I, took
0: the weekend shift, and then there were other people that were at the weekdays.
1: Yeah, the, they were the main house parents, main and that's what parents. I did later with my ex. We were main the main did you house parents.
0: Stay there overnight? Did you have yeah. your own bunk? Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They had a they had like a relief room, which is basically just like a room, you know, with a bathroom and stuff. So, uh, you know, I would uh, just stay there for the whole weekend, and and uh, I would take the kids to like the mall. There's one weekend where we took them on a long fishing trip a bunch of us went um it was pretty cool we we had some funny fucking kids out there uh yeah yeah yeah, they were really funny uh it was an entertaining job
0: that's cool yeah um what was i gonna ask i had something oh yeah so, did you ever break up any fights? I know we've talked about oh, yeah. you've never really been in a fight before.
1: Yeah, no, I've never been in a fight, but I have broken up some fights, yes. Uh, so,
0: you you were a big guy back then.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so, you could just an...
0: grab him by the collar and start throwing him uh, around. Yeah,
1: exactly. I just, like, pick him up and just talk. No, no. I, it's pretty easy to get in between two, like, kids that are, like, five foot tall and be, like, you know, that weigh 100 pounds. And be like, all right, guys.
0: That's enough. Fucking stop it. Did you ever get hit? Or anything nah, like that? Nobody, nah, nobody ever took nah. a swing on you?
1: Now this one kid uh, threatened to punch my wife when we were at uh, Cal Farley's. Oh, did that make you mad? Yeah, I told him. I was like, dude, if you punch her, I'm going to knock your ass out. And then uh, that was shortly before we uh, – we didn't get fired for that. But but uh, we uh, – yeah, if, if he was threatening my wife, I'm be like, no, nah, uh, fuck you. I'm out of here.
0: Yeah. this yeah. place. Yeah, exactly. You know what? On second thought, I hate trouble use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, it's hard. I would never do it again. I would never do never again? Like it. Never again? Uh, not in that capacity, not in a full time. Maybe okay. in a volunteer type capacity, but never, never a full time live in staff.
0: So the Texas Boys Ranch and the car, the car Cal Farley's Ranch, yeah, and then the High Plains Children Home.
1: High Plains Children's Home. We actually worked with little girls mostly.
0: Oh, okay. That's Were these being, all around the same time? Like, was there any jobs um, in between, or did you go from?
1: Well, uh, home, we went directly from Cal Farley's to High Plains. But Texas Boys Ranch, I worked by myself while I was in college, like 2005, and then um, Cal Fire lease was 2009, 2010, and then Children's Home of uh, High Plains Children's Home was 2010 to 2012. In oh, both okay. of those jobs, I worked with my ex-wife,
0: and then High Plains. Yeah. So you said that was 2010 to 2012. You got it. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: that's, that's the t- two, two years. So there's
0: like a good like a uh, seven year. period where you're mostly working with kids.
1: Yeah, of that. I mean, there were three three years total Uh, years total. Yeah, three years total where I was working with kids all combined. Yes. Okay. Did so.
0: So you said you would never do anything like that again.
1: No, no. It was too. It was too taxing. It's stressful. You know, you. It's not a normal job. It's not a normal eight to five job. You're twenty four seven. Yeah. You were. You were their parent. um, you know, you're the one who, if they get in trouble at school, you got. We got. We had the at uh, Cal Farley's. We had these three boys: uh, Wes, Evan. Um, I won't. We called him by his last name, but I won't say his name because, you know, uh, hippo. I don't. Not hippo. Whatever. Privacy stuff. Uh, Luke, Luke, Wes, and Evan all lived in a room together. And th- the next morning, we woke him up for school, and Wes had shaved his head and shaved off one of his eyebrows. And we're like.
0: Up. sounds like a cool kid yeah, yeah he was he was a cool <laughs> kid
1: he he said uh, you remember like when people would say D's nuts he would say D's nuts every opportunity but he would say it in such the right time oh nice I was, I was having a he actually you know what if wes grew up if he ever grew up he'd probably be a lot like you he was oh, very yeah? he was really funny he was really okay. fucking funny he's a skateboarder and shit he liked to skateboard but um we found out later the reason that he shaved his head in his in his in his one of his eyebrows is because it was a bet he had with Luke and Evan, and those guys I think ended up shaving their pubes. Well, you know, obviously we're not going to know that uh, we don't inspect them, but uh, you know he. He had, you know,
0: did you just tell your friends that you shaved your pubes? Like, did they look at each other's dicks? Like, I don't do you know? know.
1: I didn't ask.
0: Did they hang on to the hair? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. That's I, a weird. I,
1: they told me later. They told me. that's that, a
0: weird thing to bet yeah, on. Like you yeah. have to shave your head in half and yeah. half your face. Yeah. Or one eyebrow. That
1: was, that was we'll pretty. shaved
0: the part that nobody ever sees. Well, actually yeah. what happened,
1: he didn't shave his whole head. He shaved it like the sides and we took him to school the next morning and the principal was like, yeah, that's, that ain't going to fly. You just need to shave the rest of your head and shave off your other eyebrow because you, you need to be symmetrical.
0: <laughs> fucking principals are weird. Yeah, He's a fucking yeah like weird what is ass- this non-symmetrical yeah. shit? Might as well yeah. go all the way with it, right? Yeah, I know. stupid. Sounds like a principal had ODA- <laughs> OCD or yeah, something like is, that. He was the only one being bothered by
1: it. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, the best story that came out of there, though, was there was this kid jake that we had who was from up in minnesota and he was new and they were um they were uh i guess doing what do you call it when you're like we're roasting the new guy or whatever so they did this thing where uh the, the they're like initiation there you go that's the word uh, so he was doing uh sit-ups and one of the guys had like pulled his pants down So he was doing sit-ups, and when he did the sit-up, his his face was going to be in this kid's bare ass. Uh, And and the kid freaked out, and he kicked Jake in the balls, and Jake shit in the floor. So we go in the back, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I could smell it. I could smell it before I even... Oh, yeah. Well, Those human kids, shit is rough. Yeah, and and uh, we had to get a carpet human shampooer. Shit is the worst kind of shit. Because no. uh, like Cal Farley's was like, it's a town in of itself. It's like an unincorporated town. So we had to go get a carpet shampooer and clean the car. we made him clean the carpet. I'm like, dude, you shat in the carpet, you're gonna clean
0: oh, it damn. up. Keep he was like a 16 year old kid. He kicked him in the balls, and, and that made him shit himself. Uh huh. Yeah. Shit, the, shit, shit on, on the, the carpet. Floor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: shit on the floor yeah Yeah, exactly get swifty. get swifty with it (laughs) he Um, got swifty.
0: man I never heard of getting a swift kicking the walls making you shit but I can Uh, see how that happens I mean
1: I I didn't see it happen but I heard I mean he might have just shit on the floor they could have been lying to me they could have been lying yeah Yeah. I mean those kids I mean they they lied about everything they are fucking yeah kids are crazy yeah they are so
0: but that was that was a fun job (laughs) so you worked at Domino's next
1: uh, I did. I worked at Domino's in Canyon, Texas. Oh, okay. So, so this is
0: uh, one of the only jobs that's out of the... Like, the yeah,
1: well, uh, both Cal Farley's Boys Ranch, uh, High Plains Children's Home, Gold Star Trust Company, and uh, Domino's are all outside of... They're all the Amarillo area. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, Domino's, I... Yeah, I delivered pizzas. It was a bunch of dudes. We only had one, this old lady named Carol, that looked... Just like Alice Cooper, like exactly like, like old Alice Cooper, not young Alice Cooper. And she was from like, um, Boston or something. And she's like, Hey
0: guys, how you
1: doing? You know, she was fucking hilarious. Uh, in the sense that she sounded hilarious. At Domino's? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, what did you do there? I, I was on the cut table. Like, so when shit came out of the oven, I would like pull it off, cut it up. Put, oh, the, oh. and then i'd deliver deliver pizzas and stuff
0: to okay them. i used to do that too yeah at little Caesars. yeah
1: yeah I, the the two weirdest things that ever happened this I, I delivered a pizza and this guy in full drag comes to the door which is not weird except he wasn't trying to do a voice and affectation or anything he's just like yeah and i'm like i got this pizza for you he's like cool and uh and then I I told the other guys, like, oh that was my buddy. He thought it was gonna be me that delivered. He was trying to fuck with us. I'm like, that's a real. He had makeup on. He had a full he wig,
0: full yeah, on. Yeah, full on. The disappointment when I know. he saw your ass pull up. Yeah, man. and he didn't even tip me. Was an asshole. He's like, this is what you get for not being who I was hoping you were. Exactly. And, yeah. a tip.
1: and then another time I I delivered and the their they they had like a glass door, or screen door, or whatever, and I could totally see into the house. And the guy was walking towards the door and he was wearing an open bathrobe, full on, just naked and was wrapped, wrapped it around himself right before he got to the door. So it's like, thank you, sir, for letting me see your dick.
0: Like, uh, speaking of sausage, here's your pizza.
1: Yeah. He pizza. tipped me a dollar per inch of dick. Three dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you measured? No, no. You, took, no. you, you a, no, he <laughs> tipped me three dollars. You got no. enough of a look at it. Yeah. And like, hey, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like, like,
1: you look like you're sporting a three inch. Three inch. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fucking Dumbness. weird.
0: Did you ever almost get robbed or anything sketchy happening? No,
1: no well the sketchiest thing that ever happened, I delivered to this house one time and um and the the, the the front door there was like a like the window was broken out and there was blood all over it. And I said to the Oof. guy, I'm like, What the f- what happened? And he's like, Oh, we had a break in last night and uh this guy assaulted my brother who was sleeping on the couch. I'm like, What the hell? Like and I lived in Canyon at the time. I I'd, I'd never heard heard any weird crime. Canyon's very like small, sleepy little town. So I was like, that was weird.
0: sometimes those towns can have like the most intense. I guess because so. it's so small. I don't know actually, because in big cities you don't hear about it as much because yeah. so much of it is happening.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty weird. It was, uh, but I it was a fun job. I got to uh, we just dicked around a lot. I, uh, this one kid uh, Dylan, no Devin, sorry. Devin? Devin? Devin, Another Devin? Another Devin. Devin Devin Riley, if he watches this, I'm still Facebook friends with that asshole. Are you sure
0: that wasn't the same Devin? Like, he didn't grow up? Maybe you got. Yeah, yeah, it's the same Devin. Did did he show you magic tricks or anything like that? No, but he
1: did show me a lot of porn videos while we were working. And he's like, hey, Morgan, check this out. And like, I was a 30 year old man at the time while I was working this job. I turned 30 while I was. No. Yeah, I think I turned 31 while I was working there. And uh, he's like, check this out. And it was a, uh, it was an Asian woman blowing a guy. And right as he was coming, she uppercuts him right in the balls. <laughs> he would try and show me just these fucked videos. Like, I got one of the guy killing this dog, and I'm like, dude, Why? If you show me that, I will punch you in the I don't face. Want to see that video? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I would watch the weird porn stuff. They got it, websites for that now. Yeah, but. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, those big, yeah, big yeah, big yeah, he, yeah. This is like shout a 2000- out heavy R and he- e-fucked I don't know heavy if r else. and e-fucked my brother h- liked this one called motherless which did you ever yeah I know motherless <laughs> you know right, motherless stop showing <laughs> Okay, okay. how much I know about porn sites we <laughs> need to get Derek out of here, here. Um, talk about gore
0: content <laughs> I'm just saying that me and Tom Segura we could watch a lot of the same videos god, probably god man I just can't I can't uh, do it so Domino's, how did you end up uh, leaving that job?
1: Uh, well, I was working there and at Gold Star Trust Company at the same time. Uh, so I just I, – I was sick of working and I think I – we, me and my ex got financially stable enough that I'm like, I don't have to work two jobs. I don't need
0: the dominoes anymore.
1: Yeah, I was working like 60, 65 did hours it in a week. You two weeks those... there? You just oh, play? yeah, and I put in my two weeks, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. so you're a very responsible guy. Oh, yeah, I liked
1: them. I liked the, the so manager less. He was cool.
0: You were working at the bank, yeah, Gold, Gold Star Trust Company?
1: Gold Star Trust Company. Okay, so it was a division of Happy State Bank, uh, which. Uh, was owned by this guy Pat Hickman. They like got sold a while back, and everybody got pissed. Their account numbers got fucked up. That didn't happen. But when I was working there, but Gold Star Trust Company was w- the weirdest job I ever had. By a, not not the widest margin, but pretty bizarre. It's like one of those jobs where you you hear about it, it's like that's a real job. What? So it was an IRA, because like a IRA, like a individual retirement account, like four hundred one k's, shit like that. But so we had these it was during the obama years so these old conservative people that were afraid that obama was going to tank the government they would buy gold platinum silver and palladium and hold them in an ira account so basically they would invest money and then use that money to buy gold and shit because you know it holds its value yeah so uh but i we had clients in all all 50 states like i had a map of like time zones because i ha- i even had clients in alaska and hawaii that i had to like call i'm like i want to make sure i don't call them too early um but uh yeah it was really interesting and i got to hear all kinds of stories about this old lady's like you know there's a I don't, I can't tell you how I know this, but there's a terrorist cell in every major American city and they're getting ready to attack. And this is post 9 11. So, you know, they're like, Obama's a Muslim and all this shit. And it was, it was a really weird place to work. Was
0: this the old lady's last name, Jones, by chance? Probably. I don't Mm -hmm.
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, I mean, we had some cool clients and stuff too, but a lot of, a lot of crazies. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so basically, uh, when I dealt with the distribu- uh, distribution so these old people when they got to be like 70 and a half years old they had to take X amount of money out of their account every year so the government could like tax them on their. so they would mail me a thing or email me and saying like I want one gold eagle so I would like type up a thing and then send it to the depository uh, which was in Delaware I never handled any of the gold myself it was all like on you know, computer screen. And then we would email, or we would send a thing to the depository and then the depository would mail them their gold coin. And then the the government could tax them on that based on the value of it. It was pretty interesting. Uh, I mean,
0: it doesn't sound interesting, but whatever you say. Okay. All right. Fine. (laughs) I thought it was interesting. My Uh, title
1: was precious metal specialist. Precious
0: metal specialist. Yes. That's cool. Did you only deal with gold or was there other metals?
1: Gold, platinum, silver, and palladium. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the four precious metals. And they have to be of a certain, like, like if you had a bunch of like South African Rands, you couldn't hold those because they have to be like a certain uh, pureness or whatever. So it was like gold eagles, uh, Austrian philharmonics, Australia had these coins called koalas and kangaroos. Uh, It was pretty funny. Okay,
0: so I feel like your schooling kind of led you towards the the boys' ranch and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, those jobs made the most sense for my education background. background. And then you
0: said you were at American State Bank. Uh, What years were you there? That was just 2003. That was 2003. So then Gold Star was like 10 years later?
1: Yeah, that was like uh, 2012 to fourteen.
0: Okay, yeah, about 10 years later. Yeah, and Um, that's right
1: before I moved back to Lubbock.
0: Yeah. Okay. Did the State Bank experiences why you got that job, or
1: no, no, none of the, it had nothing to do with each other. Right. I and I didn't know anybody at Gold Star or Happy State Bank. I just applied for it and got it and did that for like two years. There you go.
0: It did pay well. You said uh, that you, you were able to quit really. Dominoes because of it. right? Well,
1: both. Okay, so I was uh, when I quit. I was making twelve seventy five an hour, which isn't a lot. <laughs> But my ex-wife was also working, and our rent was only like six hundred and fifty bucks a month, so we were doing all right, like between the two of us. But uh, yeah, it yeah, it was. I mean, you know, these are in two thousand thirteen dollars. You know. <laughs> oh, I
0: feel yeah, those yeah. are a lot different. Yeah. From yeah, today, seriously. In two thousand fucking nineteen dollars are a lot different oh, God, from today. I know. <laughs>
1: it's insane.
0: It's ridiculous. So, how did yeah. you end up leaving that job?
1: Uh, we moved, uh, back, oh, to moved back to Lubbock. Yeah. My, my ex got her, um, uh, degree. She, she went to West Texas A&M and, uh, finished school, uh, for graphic design. And we, she found a job in Lubbock and I found a job at the health science center. Oh, so you had the, something lined up. Yeah. We both had jobs lined up. Health yeah.
0: science. Was that the school of medicine? Yes. That was, was the school of medicine
1: admissions. That was pretty fun. I mean, I was basically just a, just a, uh, admin assistant, you know, setting up, uh, catering stuff of you know we had a lot of events where uh, students that came to med school uh the funniest thing that happened though that, so i will not dox this girl i won't even say but um we had probably like two or three dozen students uh, maybe 40 or 50 come in multiple times a week to interview for med school and this one girl came in and i'm like i know her and 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 i recognized the tits first cuz it was oh, she had the most mad no not like unnaturally massive boobs not like but i mean they back were back problems i mean yeah i guess Probably. yeah i mean
0: what women, sometimes okay. you look at them and you can feel bad you're like oh her back i must okay hurt.
1: so yeah. whenever whenever i see a woman with huge boobs the first thing i think is never she must have back problems i always think that's the first thing i think uh. so but I recognized her and she was a Reddit gone wild poster. And I looked at, and I, and I actually, I actually was able to, uh, figure out that it actually was her. Oh. And yeah. From
0: the tits, the tits match. Well, no, like, no, no, face titties. too. Her face oh. too.
1: I mean, she had pictures of her face too. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't just the tits, but I mean, the tits are the reason I. Because if it was just like you it was know, just
0: the face, you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I noticed. But the, the boobs, you noticed.
1: Yeah, because she had she. Well, I would. I had to go through applications, like uh, med school applications, and she used a picture from her med school application that she also had on her Reddit post. So I'm like, oh, same girl. All right. (laughs) It wasn't a, it wasn't a, she just had pictures like, and she didn't do any nudes. They were just like bikini and lingerie photos. Okay. But, but I mean, I'm, you know, as a boob connoisseur, you know, I did recognize, but I thought that was hilarious. The only time that, and this was again in like 2014, 2015, the only time I've like seen a girl, in real life that I recognize from the internet. Well, actually until that porn star girl from kill Tony that I met briefly. You remember the one I'm talking about? Yeah. I met, I met her when I was, uh, Yeah. I don't remember that she had ovarian cysts. Ew! I rem- I remember that she had gigantic boobs.
0: Yeah, ew! <laughs> she had. She was on. Kid I forget. Zombie, I forget what I her
1: porn star name is, but I uh, yeah. Was, I
0: was it was it a white girl with black hair? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. She liked BBC or something like that. Oh, she no, she said she likes fucking disabled guys. Oh, you remember that? I don't know. I remember really there was weird. a porn I'll star. I'll show you I'll, she, after the podcast. I'll show you during a Shane Gillis episode. I think it was Gillis. Yeah, yeah and then Gillis. she brought up her ovarian cyst, and he was like, ew! I, <laughs> I
1: think you showed me that episode. But, yeah, I met her at Creek in the Cave. But, I mean, you know, it's it's obvious, you know, that she, so she this, was kind of a celebrity. This
0: school of medicine, what did you do there again? Uh,
1: my title was Specialist 4, but, yeah, I was just basically an admin assistant. Like, oh, okay. so uh, one of the funnier things that happened was, like, we had our uh, – the dean – uh, Dr. Peck was in, um, had an office there, and people always wanted to come in and talk to Dr. Peck. Always, you know. And uh, I would have to run interference. I'm like, Do you have an appointment? You can't talk to Dr. Peck. So this girl walks in and just goes straight for Dr. Peck's office. I'm like, I'm sorry, do you have an appointment? She's like, I'm her daughter. I'm like, Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: do you have an appointment? <laughs> do you have an appointment, Miss Peck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So that was, uh, that, that was kind Did of. Did you my ever fears. tackle anybody trying to go in? Uh, no, I, no, never no, had no. To, I never had to tackle anybody, but. Pretty, it, was, it was an interesting, interesting. job I mean it, it it got my foot in the door with academia and I've been working in academia now for like 10 years for now until this podcast comes out I'll probably get fired for talking to shit about 10 year olds yeah maybe nah I don't give a shit <sighs>
0: Yeah, no one's gonna um, listen to this. So, how'd you end up leaving school of medicine? Um, I got a
1: better job. at on got the main a campus. Paying job. Yeah, yeah.
0: Was that when you first got the uh, academic retention? Retention. That's yes. not the one you're doing now.
1: No, 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 no. I was in. Uh, it was a program called PADR that does not exist anymore. Uh, it's programs for academic development and retention, and basically, the students that like would fuck up, they would get like their GPA would go below a certain amount, and they were in danger of flunking out. had to take a special class and that's what i was in charge of i was the coordinator for that program so i helped them get registered but the most interesting part they were only allowed to have five absences in the class and if they got more than that they had to submit like a letter of explanation and like documentation like oh i was at the doctor or whatever we had a lot of students fake doctors notes uh, but the funniest ones were like the students like this one girl came in and she's she's like I got herpes. <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't need to hear about that. Thank you. All right. we, show me, prove it. Yeah, no. prove it, prove <laughs> it, show it. But no, this one dude, he was a, he was a, we dealt with a lot of military, uh, or like, um, veteran students. And this one guy came in and he's like, yeah, uh, while I was out on, um, whatever assignment, I don't know what it's called. Uh, while I was uh, being uh, deployed, uh, my, my ex was, uh, was cheating on me and I've got like proof. Uh, I've got like texts and pictures she sent. I'm like, I don't need to see that, man. I no, I take your word for it. He was gonna show me like dick this is pics her with is... so many
0: people's dicks in her mouth. Yeah, Somebody exactly. else's dick. That's not my dick in her mouth. Yeah. That's another dude's. Dick That's in the same. Her right? Here's my, my dick. A... That's see, the dick. It's, see, not see, it's the same It doesn't dick. match. It's not the same dick. All right, that one's yeah. big and black. Mine's small <laughs> and pink. All right, this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I had to. I had to get evidence, man but the funny one of the funnier ones was this kid he he was a legit a member of a cult and he he had to go like he missed a whole week of class uh because he had to go back to home to missouri and he brought us this pamphlet for this like um, revival meeting and they were talking about like and and he's like yeah this is the thing i was at and we had to give him the exemption because it was like for religious reasons but he was legit in a cult it was fucking weird
0: oh yeah like a it cult. Was, yeah, it was. A, it was
1: a. It was a real cult. Like I mean, I never looked it up or anything. I mean, but it's. I mean, it's a Christian based cult. But I mean, you know. So
0: what makes you say it was a cult? Like,
1: if you if you're a college student and you have to leave school for a whole fucking week, and or else you'll get in trouble. That's a cult. <laughs> if you're a real ass college student and you will leave school to go to this thing and miss a week's worth of class. I mean, that's a cult in my book.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's and why it's a cult.
1: Yeah. Well, also, like, I mean, there were other things. Like, it, I, don't, I don't remember all this. But it's like, you know, we have to do this and this. And the, these are all the rules. is the dress code. All this stuff. It was crazy. And, it, like, I could see if it was, like, during the summer. But it was in the middle of the fucking school year. I'm like, dude, you don't need to be a
0: college Deval- student. So that's like saying all of Christianity is a cult, hey Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna, cults. I'm <laughs> not gonna not
1: make that argument.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> there's, he just sounds like it's devout Christian.
1: Eh, yeah, it was, it went a little further than that. Went a little further. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we had a lot of students fake notes, uh, things like that. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. It was a, it was a, it was a interesting job. I had that job for six years. Oh, okay, six yeah. years. Hell yeah. Six, yeah, that's a long. How many raises
0: rest. did you get during that period? <laughs>
1: Have I told you this
0: before? I didn't realize that. that was a,
1: well, No, no I got, like, none. None? No, the, the head of the department, uh, Dr. Kaiser, fuck you if you're watching this, you bitch. Um, <laughs> she hated me. She hated me. And every time I had a review, she would uh, have them ding me. Uh, so my, my boss, I had two different bosses at that job, and they're like, yeah, sorry, Dr. Kaiser told us we had to give you a lower evaluation on this one thing. Because so that's why you couldn't get no raises? Yep.
0: Were other people getting raises in your same position? Oh, yeah, position?
1: absolutely. Uh, no I, I, no one had the same position as me. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But around like your yeah, peers? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I had to leave that. I tried to leave that job for six years, and I had so many interviews because I wanted to stay at, at the university, but I did not. And uh, this
0: is a TMN, TNM, or what university is this again?
1: Uh, I mean, it's a Texas Tech. Oh, it's Tech. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. a right, tech. I was thinking there was another university. No, no, no. Texas Tech is the only place. Okay, the of so you've
0: been with Texas Tech in almost ten years. Almost ten years. Yeah, now. Ten... So you were first P A D R. Well, and then the School
1: did... of med- the H S C School of Medicine is part of the Texas Tech system. Okay, so longer yeah. than that. No, so. I started there in 2014.
0: Okay, yeah. So about so, ten years. Yeah, okay. ten years. In, so in and October. then six years of that was the P A D R. Mm-hmm. You so, got it, and then that came to an end because that came to an end. You said it's not around anymore. So. Uh,
1: no, they ended it after I left. After I just left. got a better job.
0: Yeah, you got sick of this bitch fucking not giving you any raises yep. or any shit like that. Yep. Sometimes the best thing is just to move on. So yeah. the better job was that biology.
1: Yeah, biology's great. I love it. It's
0: what was that exactly? Where you?
1: Um. So I'm an I'm an academic advisor for. Um,
0: is this what this? Um, that means. Yeah, yeah, this is the same thing. So this is a job that you're working now. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: So I advise biology students. I help them pick their classes. I uh, help them get ready for graduation. Make sure they take um, during the summer all of the uh, freshman orientation. Orientation students come in. I help them pick all their shit. So it's it's pretty good. I like it. It's it's not a, it's. You get to meet a lot of people. I do. I get to meet a lot of people all over campus. Um, I mean, I'm you know I like I'm social so. It helps me um, helps me meet people. A lot of a lot of my coworkers have come out to comedy shows you know you've met some of them
0: okay yeah
1: they're they're it's it's pretty cool it's a good job to network so
0: around what time uh, around when did the uh, the uh, hosting at alamo come into the fold
1: oh yeah that's right i started hosting in alamo in 2015
0: okay so, so this, i've been doing that like eight years you were doing, you were part of the padr thing
1: yeah i started padr around the same time as as, uh, alamo. as alamo and yeah. you've
0: been alamos ever since so yeah with the
1: through. exception of the pandemic yeah i mean i've, I've been pretty. How consistent.
0: how do you get hired as a host how does um, someone do that?
1: So they just put out a, uh, um, a casting call on their website or on their Facebook page. It's like, hey, we're looking for hosts for events, for movie parties, for special events, screenings, whatever. Uh, they wanted us. To, I think I emailed somebody and they're like, oh yeah, we'll just make a, a audition video, like a minute long or more, uh, no more than like five minutes. Me and my ex shot it. Edited it and uh, I uploaded it to YouTube, Cinema Link, and then I did an in person audition with about six other people. Um, and uh, Wes Nesman's daughter, Renee, was one of them as well. Um, and uh, so that I've known her that, that long. Uh, my friend Lance, uh, the Night Nerd, he has a podcast and he does trivia. Well, you met Lance, yeah, uh, yeah, Lance uh, Stanford. He's uh, he did it at the same time as me. Um, he, uh, he, 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 didn't have a great experience at Alamo. He kind of got fucked over, uh, over there, but yeah. They like I, to do that. Yeah. They do like to do that. Yeah. You worked there for a hot minute. Yeah, right? I got fucked over. Yeah. Yeah. I never got fucked over at Alamo.
0: Hi Alamo. You only seem to have been fucked over at PADR really.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I, I did get, me and my ex got fired from the children's home. The, the high plains children's home.
0: Oh, did we go over why that happened? Okay. Why'd you get fired? See, I was asking if you, ever that's fired.
1: my, that was my ex's fault. Was it was something stole. she did. That's her story to tell. She blew mine. a student? Uh, yes. No. She, no, she did not blow anybody. Oh, okay. Me included.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> no, no. She blew, me. she blew me plenty of times. So you're not going to tell me that story? Uh,
1: no. I mean, it, it just it just had to do with it. wasn't anything that bad. It if was it's just,
0: something that she did, why did you get fired as well?
1: Because we were a house parent couple. We worked oh, okay. together. Like We lived in the house. You, you can't really fire like one member of a couple if you hire them as a couple. You fire oh, okay. them as a couple.
0: So yeah. yeah. So now you're just doing the hosting. Yeah. So you have technically like three jobs right now. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, Advisor, technically, I do. Host at Alamo and then host at Bar PM. Hosting Bar PM, yeah. We, out of all these three, what's your favorite thing to do?
1: I'm fucking hosting at Bar PM. Dude. Hell yeah, hosting at
0: Bar PM. Dude, if fantastic. I could do,
1: if I could, if I could make the money I make now just doing comedy, I would. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Anybody who wouldn't? Would. Who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't take that well, deal? You know, I I don't know I. Uh, yeah, but you know that's why I'm to do you know podcasting, doing video content, fucking try and monetize as much. It's hard to monetize comedy. I mean, I'm one of the few people in Lubbock that makes money on a regular basis doing comedy. and It's only because I host the show of RPM. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah,
0: it's hard to it's hard to make money in comedy, but that's where yeah. we're trying to go. Yeah. Um, those? We're uh,
1: we're at uh, about an hour or twelve right now. I can answer some questions about the hosting thing, and then the,
0: okay, um,
1: if you have any, of course. I mean, you're the host. What's so. your
0: favorite movie to host for?
1: Uh, God, there's there's three really that I I like a lot: um, Pulp Fiction. Uh, I've done that one a bunch of times. Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and then um, Big Lebowski. those, oh, those, those are, are good the, ones. Those are the three I those like are hosting all really the most, good ones. and those are three of my favorite movies. Although I do. Like like I've gotten to host some weird shit. I did this one called Bat Pussy one time. Uh, if you, want, I'll tell you about Bat Pussy. Bat Pussy is it a porno? It is a porn parody. They okay. So it was filmed sometime in the late '60s, early '70s, and it is on record as the first porn parody in existence. They found it in uh, in a uh, abandoned porno theater. I want to say in Tulsa or maybe Oklahoma City. They shot it, edited it, and it was just on a reel. And they found it sometime in the nineties. And there's no there's no penetration whatsoever. Like you see, like a guy, an old weird old guy with a flaccid dick getting a hand job, and this lady's trying to blow him. It but they're making a. It's like this toothless gross couple in their 40s fucking and then they're gonna make some homemade porn and then bat pussy who's like just a girl in a bat costume on one of those like little moon bouncers you know what i'm talking about like the the yeah she's (laughs) bouncing on it and they you see her bouncing down the highway there's no credits on there it just says bat pussy as herself there's there's no credited director there's no credit actors nobody knows anything about this movie that's why we showed it
0: You just you just found it and...
1: it's just a found found footage mm-hmm. film that they found in a in a porno theater in in oklahoma somewhere that's crazy and the so she's yeah. bouncing this she's she's going to apprehend the couple that's making and it's only like 45 minutes She's bouncing down the highway, and they can tell that it was either shot in Texas or Oklahoma because you can see the license plates on the cars, and there's both Texas and Oklahoma plates. But there's a scene, she's bouncing down the other side of the road. She stops, she drops her underwear, takes a piss, pulls them back up, and starts bouncing. That's boun- a scene in the movie. That is a scene in the movie. And one of the funniest things is, so, so she shows up to apprehend this couple making homemade Uh, pornography but instead of uh uh, punishing them she just has a threesome with them. and there's a scene where the the two women are are trying to suck the guy's dick and he pushes his wife or girlfriend away and he's like you can't suck a dick (laughs) so that's me and my ex would always say that
0: to each other when they get mad at each other like you can't suck a dick Jesus.
1: It's pretty fucking funny. Oh, but um, um,
0: if I googled this movie could I find information you about it. You can watch it on
1: Pornhub. On Pornhub. It is on Pornhub. Yes. Okay. Or X-Hamster or RedTube fucking... or one of them. But the guy uh the guy who was the creative manager at the time found it cuz he's like if you want to watch it you can and we had about 10 or 15 people show up to watch this movie.
0: And a big, on a big screen at on Alamo. On a
1: big screen at Alamo. Jesus. A Flaccid uh, 70s uh, you can't suck a dick through yeah, those speakers yeah. man yeah yeah exactly it was that's a, crazy it was an experience yeah that one uh, I hosted uh, Holy Mountain which is a crazy like psychedelic 70s movie with like a you know a guy shitting into a box what
0: kind of audience members go about for these movies
1: uh, weirdos and cool people
0: <laughs> so Bat place you said like 12-15 people yeah this
1: up. one asshole showed up that I knew this fucking weird guy that I hate and I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah.
0: And he's like, yeah, no, I don't movie. know. I
1: just don't like him because he's a dick. We have a bunch of mutual friends, but he's a dick. So uh,
0: okay, you yeah. didn't catch anybody masturbating in the no, the no, no, or... no.
1: God, if anybody was masturbating in that movie, that's some weird shit to it's jerk a, off. To. It's a be a weird movie to that's jerk off. That's a very
0: to. niche kind of yeah. fetish you got there, but yeah, yeah. No,
1: I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm more likely see somebody jerking off to like the Florence Pugh scene in Oppenheimer, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully you don't see anybody jerking off to like trolls or something like that. Oh God, no, no, Jesus, no. Like the new troll movie.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah. And so, but the, the Alamo thing hosting, I mean, that sort of gave me a little bit of, was sort of a gateway into doing stand up a little bit. Cause I liked going up there. I like making people laugh. I like joking around and I've always loved standup. So that was, and I mean, I thought about doing it for years and, getting divorced was kind of the kick in the butt that i needed to start yeah Yeah, that's usually
0: that's what it is for a lot of people
1: i mean it was for curtis this new guy jay you know uh i'm sure there are other ones chris crawford i think told me the first time i met him he was like yeah being divorced is a prerequisite for
0: doing comedy there you go Uh, yeah i guess so man (laughs) all right so now you that's what you have you have the uh the hosting at the alamo the hosting at bar pm and the academic advisor yep Oh, you say you're in a pretty good spot right now a good place in your life
1: yeah I think so I mean I you know I'd like to make more money but who wouldn't yeah um, I, 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 I'm I, I do I've gotten several raises at my current job there you they go. actually appreciate me now I don't have a department head that hates me so uh, you know uh, everybody over there likes me for the most part that's so.
0: cool so if you say if you were died tomorrow would you be happy with what you've done in life you think you've you've lived out like i know you obviously want to do comedy like i do too yeah no i'm
1: pretty content with my life i'm not uh, i'm uh, there's nothing no big regrets or anything
0: like that no jobs that you wish you could go back to
1: no there aren't any so jobs so none of these I've
0: jobs you, uh, you're glad that all these jobs came to an end basically. yeah i mean there's there's nothing
1: there's nothing that I'd, i mean i quit all of them voluntarily yeah so i mean i'm i don't regret doing any of the jobs the beer store i i felt like that job kind of was a little bit of a uh, I didn't like selling, selling alcohol to, to people. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't really, you know, you I mean, like I'm drinking, enabler?
0: a am drinking a beer here, but, you feel you like know. an enabler or something?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of.
0: That's not really your problem.
1: No, it's not, but capture. I'm, I'm just like, we were selling, like I was selling fucking beer to like homeless people. I mean, there, there was this, uh, you know, this, this couple that would come in and I thought it was two guys. For the longest time and they were in like this beat-up van. they always paid me with change and um you know you know when i say like a uh, uh bozo the clown hair you know what i mean like the you know like, like
0: uh like a future derek
1: yeah i guess so <laughs> or like larry from uh larry from the three stooges yeah okay, okay. so this couple and and the per the, the one driving the guy was like you know big smile and um, something was weird about this dude always you know handing me the change they got like two fucking 40 ounce hurricanes oh, that's how you high know, gravity homeless yeah I know exactly yeah they probably lived in that van hurricanes it was either a- hurricane high gravity or it was steel reserve one of so the so the worst the worst the worst tasting, the worst, tasting highest alcohol content cheapest, you could buy yeah. and I realized one time that the curly or, or Boza the clown hair was a woman it was a woman she with, like... She on top? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Was it? Do you think it was just alcohol or could have been something else? I
1: involved? don't know. I mean, I've, I've, I've known a few women or, or encountered a few women in my life that had, like, severe balding. So you thought
0: these were two dudes. Yeah, I thought it was two dudes. and <laughs> So that's on, the yeah. one job that you, you just really didn't like. Uh, out of all you, these jobs, you hated that one the most, do you think? Um...
1: I did have a job I didn't list on there that I was merchandising magazines that I hated the most, but I only did that job for like a fucking week, so yeah, doesn't really it doesn't count. Really... That doesn't really count. Any yeah, the jobs that I that and plus, I mean, you know, I'd probably if I were making more money, I'd probably go sell beer to people again. <laughs> I can be bought.
0: You can be bought. <laughs> I can be bought. Of course, yes. Yeah, it doesn't. The money, <laughs> like morally enabling people, doesn't affect like the money's. Over yeah, as way. long as the money's good yeah. as long as the all, money's good the money. i'll destroy lives i don't care no yeah. i'm kidding <laughs> destroy they're destroying their own lives. yeah so you know rubbish. i mean
1: i i do that that that, that uh, michael fassbender movie the killer i'd do that if i got paid enough money well, and fumble through. your murders yeah 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 what a pretentious asshole yeah, yeah i
0: didn't like to, i wasn't a big fan of that movie oh i liked it i liked I thought it killed, was silly he was like a he was like a delinquent dumbass hitman well anyway yeah Hey. All right, so you've worked. A, so I've fucking found out what the fuck you done, and then we know about what the yeah, fuck the, you do. The, the the fuck I done, the fuck the I fuck did. What you do? All right, and yeah. you say you're in a good place with your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, are you he, gonna ask? Are you gonna ask if, if he if he died tomorrow, if he'd be happy? He's got kids. You don't want to ask him that.
0: I'll i find the questions <laughs> whatever, uh, as uh, they come to me. Uh, uh, that's so, cool. um, what is your dream job? Obviously, stand up. Right. So you want to be a touring comic?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, man. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, because being a touring comic, I would imagine, has got to be really rough on a relationship, but, you know, I don't have a girlfriend right now, I don't have a wife, I don't have any of that shit, so if somebody came to me and they're like, okay, we're going to back you, and we're going to, you know, we booked all these shows for you, and you're going to be a touring comic now, and you're going to open for whoever, because, I mean, obviously, I don't have an hour, but I could do, I could do 10 or 15 minutes opening for somebody. I would do that. I would do that, or I would do, you know, podcasting, uh, sketch comedy through video stuff. You know, uh, yeah. If I could make a full living doing comedy, yeah, that's the, oh, dream. the dream. But if 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 uh, if all I end up doing is doing this as a side gig, and I'll still be pretty happy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Because if everything falls apart, um, comedy is not going to be very valuable. You know. I
1: mean we do this shit for free anyway. Most yeah. of the time, what I do mean,
0: we're fucking making people laugh in the bomb shelter and shit. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I heard, I
1: was listening to a podcast one time, uh, where they were talking about, you know, how, you know, like historically Jewish people are very, very funny. Last name Hyman, you know, haha. But, um, they, somebody said, you know, I bet some of the funniest shit that's ever been said ever was said in probably in, in, uh, in, in, concentra- in concentration in concentration camps. camps because you got have these guys that are like these the men and women and children that are going through like the worst possible thing they they probably were making each other laugh they're probably like i mean Jerry Lewis did this horrible movie that never got released called the clown who cried It was basically about a the, the a clown that that gets this jewish clown who gets uh, sent to a concentration camp and his job is to Make all the kids laugh. Ha 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 ha. Follow me into the gas chamber. That was literally a movie he Ooh, made and never got released. Apparently great. Harry Shearer has seen it. The guy who does the voice of like Principal Skinner and Ned Flanders and stuff. He's seen it, but apparently it's going to be released after I think it's like twenty five years after Jerry Lewis died. So he's been dead for a while. So someday we'll get to see that movie. That's The Clown like Who Cried. He did it in the late seventies. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty fucked up. Uh. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, this was fun. Yeah, this was fun. This is-